You're listening to Kelly and Steve, and this is coupled with chaos. News to me. <laughs> I mean, that is the definition of news. There you go. It's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 90 Day Fiance, Season 10, Episode 10, For Better or For Worse. I'd like to thank the free subscribers. Um, we had last week a... Um, what try before you buy for Patreon and Apple, and very thankful of the people who are trying who us out. joined us. Um, so, if you have not, it'll probably be a couple months before we do that again. Um, subscriptions are three ninety nine plus tax, probably around four nineteen, something like that. Patreon, Supercast, Apple Channel, we cover. What do we got right now? The Other Way, Sister Wives, Plathville Ended, so we have Chantel, The Other Way, Inside Scoop, Personal Crap. All right, we do what? all we do our personal crap all in one That's show. It's not crap. Well, it's not crap. It's not crap for you. And oh no, it's not crap for me either. It's our personal life. We get into the personal life of five couples. Five couples on K-1 visas. If you're even new, could you even be new to 90 Day and be here? Uh, no. I suppose. I doubt it. You'd have seen the show. Maybe you just started watching and you're obsessed and you looked up a podcast. Wouldn't it be hard to be obsessed with this season? It certainly would. I mean, of all seasons. Yeah, it would be the early ones that get you hooked. Because if I watched be. it now, I wouldn't watch it, to be honest. It, it's probably a fair assessment. If you be, yeah. It would be tough to begin now. Listeners who started now. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, reach it's out. It's much better. Because we don't have, I think Devin and Nick are probably a real couple. Yes. And they're, we'll probably talk about them. We'll talk about them on their subscription side. But I think they're taking some heat for not being exciting. Well, I mean, they're just regular people. I mean, they're, guess what happens? Yeah. It's real people. Real I think life. look at your own, each of us, look at our own personal relationships. And is it really TV worthy? No. What do you want? Right? I don't know about you. I would love for my relationship to be boring. <laughs> yes, please. And uneventful. <laughs> yes. Right? This is what I would want. Free of drama. Because it's what very I don't good. want is Rob, right? Yes. Oh, my God. This isn't a surprise. I mean, I could not believe his behavior in the jewelry store. It was tragic, right? It was tragic. If if that were me, I'm pretty sure I would have just said nothing and walked out. One, I think Sophie, you know, like Sophie strikes me like, um, um, I don't know, like she'd be like a wrestler, right? She just looks like a professional wrestler. I bet you <laughs> Sophie could just take him and slash his head into the glass container that there. would be funny wouldn't it if, if she just snapped one day yeah because rob's turns just out a jerk she's a right yeah he is a jerk he all i can think to myself is she must really want to be in this country what he said to a complete stranger <laughs> because why would she tolerate this i'm assuming this is a complete stranger right the jeweler he humiliated her number of ways repeatedly he opened up about you know when when the jeweler asks and says, "How are things going?" Yeah, you go. What's for your it. What's your answer to a stranger? Fine. Yes. Thank you. It's going well. 
if Rob sang it, he'll say it's going good, right? <laughs> so that would be it. <laughs> but no, he goes out with this. She surprises me. He I don't know what to expect. He just told me something that I can't deal with. I'm trying to figure it out. You I know was what? Like, it, huh? This is not your counselor. This is not a maybe counseling session. It's Rob's cry for help that he actually needs a therapist, and he thinks this guy is, is a substitute. Is the one because he's free, right? Maybe you, since you get um, free champagne with rings. Uh huh. Although I didn't seem to be very bubbly. I think maybe it wasn't actually champagne you got with the wedding bands. Well, there. maybe you do if you buy an expensive wedding ring. But if every well, other word out of your mouth is be, cheap, then you're probably not getting the champagne. Be honest, and I know inflation is is something that has happened since we purchased rings. But do you remember what we spent on our? Yeah, rings? like three fifty. Three fifty on sale. So inflation, 150 more. For my set. This would have been 29 years ago. And I, I want to say maybe I maybe paid 100 for yours, mm. your gold band with the beaded edge. So we paid yeah. $100 less. than. The, but it looks like what he bought was a band and he got another, you know, he got another ring with a stone in it. Yeah, and mine was a set and they, they linked together. Man. So we did spend less than Rob and Sophie yes, on Yes, we did. But I did not use the words cheap when entering the jewelry store. Yeah, and this isn't. I mean, look. I mean, I loved the ring. I looked in the clearance section, but within the clearance section, I loved the ring. It was perfect for me. I mm. was happy. Yeah, it may sound odd to people that this is how things went down. I chose is, it without you. This is more personal <laughs> yeah. podcast stuff, right. right? And if you're on our Patreon, there is, um, you know, they allow us to do groupings of, and so it, for those of you who are subscribers, if you go to Patreon, there's two um, episodes that we put in our story, so you can kind of hear how we met. We recorded it during our 25th, uh huh, 25th anniversary anniversary week. trip. Weekend. So that's our story. So the story there, really, to make it short, is that I was in Germany and we had decided that we were going to get married after we had spent a grand total of a week together. <laughs> in person, yes. In person. We had written before then and so there was more to it than that. So when we talk about being, you know, 90 days, it was pretty much 90 days after yeah. I got here that we yeah. got married. Yeah. So when people say we only got married after a little bit, we're not too – we're judgy people. Yeah. But we're not too judgy when it comes to a timeline. Right. Because it was Chantel. Depends on how that time was filled. Well, it was like Chantel, right? Right. This week said, you know, four years before you get married. Yeah. We looked and at each other like, really? American men need four years to get married. Well, I was in Germany, so maybe I didn't count. <laughs> Maybe so you, maybe that's it. You, you're disqualified for being oh, out of the country. I want a cheap ring, cheap gold. You know, it's just to use that. Yes, repeatedly. I mean, it's like he was saying uh, she's not worth anything better than that. Would you go in and lead? I mean, because look, we're talking about money. The right? appropriate way to do it would be to decide on a budget and go in and say, I'm looking for a ring. Or two. Or, or around. This price or lower, that's our budget. 
And then he would take you to the selection of rings that's within your budget. It's not about being cheap. It's about living within your means. Yeah, it makes your relationship seem cheap. cheap. Right. He was devaluing her in the way that he was saying this to this man. And it really bugged me. And I would have been extremely you insulted and I would have left. As a person, you just leave. I would have you left have without no any idea. words. No explanation required. See ya. After all of this. Yeah. I mean, if this is going to be your attitude, then it would be now is not the time to go get rings. Uh-huh. If you're going to go, if this is just I'm angry because of, I don't know, I'm angry because I can't have girls and you say you don't actually want anybody else either? I mean, what did she really admit to? Yeah. An attraction, essentially. Right. And what did she then say? I'm not but looking to you. have a relationship. Right. It would be like you hearing me say, you know what? I am attracted to coffee. Right? <laughs> what does that really mean? Uh-huh. Right. Well, for him, he's like, well, in 10 years, is this going to be an issue? Or are you going to want to well, step gonna out? Look- and she said, well, if that happens, so that is a possibility, mm. then we'll deal with it now? at the time, is what she said. It's 10 years. Yeah. You wonder why, I mean, is there any doubt or any reason why that you would think that she shouldn't have been afraid to tell him? Because look at his reaction. Right. It's, I mean, no wonder. Or this really isn't a story, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, why tell me about this then? My thought was, well, you know, there is a production team there. I was surprised that his line. mind didn't go to, well, is there more behind this girlfriend? Find a friend app that you were using. Well, and I think. That would be my question. Well, and that friend of hers was by, right? Uh-huh. I mean, there may not have been anything there, but there's that, right? Uh-huh. And the whole thing is, you know, do you look at girls? And, I mean, I'm not trying to – typically, I would – if you ask uh, – answer a question with a question yourself, uh, I, you know, you're avoiding it. But yeah, it would be basic. like, Rob, do you look at girls? Can you be in a relationship yeah, with I mean, Sophie? She's, she's still saying, I choose you. Because right. I said to you, well, I'm attracted to men, so then I can't marry you because I might want another man? Well, I'm choosing well, you right. out of all the men. Here's the logic <laughs> is, I mean, even between, let's use the two of us as an example. Uh, you know, if you go, well, I am, who is the, there was some guy you were talking about in some, you and Eileen. Oh, yeah. We I forget a, who it was. Yeah, right? I forget his name, but it's, it's. Uh, right. Yeah. So it would be like that. <laughs> we have it would be like, him. well, you're looking at other guys. Does that mean you're going to cheat on me? <laughs> of course not. Well, no. But so it's the same thing. It's just because you're attracted to men. It doesn't mean, I don't know, that you can't recognize an attractive person when you see one. Right. When I mean, we talk about it here all the time, we go, well, you know. He's got a good set of eyes uh-huh. or, yeah, well, you know, that, whatever. That was it. He whatever mesmerizing eyes. I mean, Rob has a, a, a good, he has very nice eyes. He does. Word is, is he kind of, his money could be even OnlyFans. Really? Yeah, there's a chance that wow, that's That wouldn't surprise me. No. So that would be why it's odd jobs and things. He may not want to come out with that. I don't know that that is true. 
Um, we have not reported that on Inside Scoop because I haven't got really anything Any solid from that. Proof. I have been hunting, you know, on OnlyFans. <laughs> yes. The money I have spent. You're funny. On trying to find Rob on OnlyFans. Yeah. So my phone, don't go through my phone. Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Oh, so I just don't get it. I mean, I just feel like he is just such, you know, a turd in the true sense. Yeah. Like just as a person. Yeah. I mean, as a friend, as a partner, he's just a turd. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. I said to you, at least she's not taking videos and photographs on her phone from other women. Right, and I think this comes you know? out in the preview. I couldn't quite figure out. It was a big scramble on the previews for next week, but it was, seemed something similar to that. I just feel like, you know, he's using a double standard. Well, he He's is. the one actually doing inappropriate things. Well, this is probably a good distraction for him. I think, you know, you can get the limelight off himself by shining a light on her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he's got maybe, he's got a way out. Every time Clayton opens his mouth. Oh, it's terrible. We said this as, um, while we were watching it, it seems like. Every single thing. Almost every thought this guy has is about getting her into bed. And every action. It's like... It, he, it has an ulterior motive. It's not like he's trying to show her Peru, right? In right, America. In his own country. It's He's trying to get brownie points to break her down so that they can do it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, it's desperate. Maybe it's because he doesn't have any friends. Apparently. Right. I can tell you what. You knew that that petting zoo, whatever that was, <laughs> you know it stunk. Oh, I'm sure. That's just a And no place. wonder she's miserable being in the house all the time. There's no space to do anything. Yeah. The, the animals have more room than they do. Well, their house, the apartment is a flipping petting zoo. And he spends all of his time... On the computer. Yeah, it's hard to tell what is work. I think he does well for work, so it's hard to tell the difference between work and play. And I'm well, sure. It, well, but it amounts to he just spends the whole day on the computer. He's probably got one set up for playing and another set up for work, and he's probably doing it all at the same. And what time. is she supposed to do while she's there? She could get a job as a llama technician, maybe. Uh not yet. No, she can't. How low effort is this? Of the pr I look. We kind of can criticize production assistants when they're just being lazy. Uh -huh. And by labeling this lady a llama technician, <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Who, who? You looked at me like, is this a, an actual job title? I mean, I'm not trying to criticize what <laughs> oh, she does. I don't know. But does this mean she only works with the llamas? Apparently. Oh, I'm not the alpaca technician. This would be like mom <laughs> saying, those are Annalise dishes. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if she was going to put those away or take care of those. Not my mess. I don't deal with the alpacas, only the llamas. <laughs> what Which would you call I could that? use that line in my house. Well, those aren't my dishes. Those aren't my now. dirty clothes. Man, it is a whole lot easier now. <laughs> I wouldn't have now. anything to do. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, for us, it's a whole lot easier now. It sure is. So that is completely different.
What would you call a llama technician? Is this a farmhand? What would you call somebody who works at a petting zoo? It's just what this is, right? Uh, probably like an animal technician yeah, or something. Yeah, sure. A handler. It right? depends on what their duties are. Yeah. Well, it looks like she kisses llamas is what she – did you see this carrot thing where they put the carrot in their mouth and would yep. let the llama bite the other end? I'm not letting a llama's mouth anywhere near me. I've been spit on, slimed is what I would call it, by a llama before. You know, I it was think not pretty. A llama would come up to you and if you didn't have a carrot in her mouth, maybe they'd spit at you. Maybe this is why they spit at you because mm-hmm. you don't have a carrot. <laughs> I had a bucket of food. Mm. They wanted to fight over it. Yeah. And then they spit on us. Yeah, that was one of the worst experiences that I've ever had. Yeah, they slimed up the whole van. In my life. It was terrible. We went, and I think people have done this, right? We went to the safari park in in Virginia. You drive through a safari park, right? And they give you buckets of food. That was cool and all. Until we got slimed by the llama. It was not cool. I mean, you see horrible videos of people and animals pounding on their vehicles. Uh-huh. What happens is is it could be like ostrich or something and and they're like pecking at your windows. Yeah. I was literally terrified. When I saw the Watusi cattle blocking the road with their gigantic 6 million foot long horns, <laughs> I was a little nervous, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, this is just bad, right? I'm not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> It was all right till we got slimed. Well, even at this point where you're in the petting zoo, Clayton is still thinking about <laughs> this is the most action I've gotten since you have been here. Right. What is with this guy? He's kind of gross. He's like a pervert. Well, you know, he doesn't get out much. So Yeah, his, but, but she's here to be here forever. His to, social slow your roll, buddy. Well, he, he lacks the social skills, right? He has sat himself behind a computer monitor microphone for years maybe he spent a little too much time in the bathroom alone hey now well he could keep doing that i guess maybe he ought to (laughs) maybe that's what annalee ought to tell him to do right go entertain yourself yeah you just got to make sure mom's not in there Mm -hmm. i guess this is the problem yeah don't make too much noise right is this more common? We think we're going to find with people that they're friends. I mean, he's been—he's what thirty, been a fifteen-year friend with a guy that he was gaming with across the country. Yeah, I mean, this is more common, right? Probably. I mean, one of my friends, Eileen, was a listener, and we've become quite close. I would consider her one of my closest friends mm-hmm. because we've discussed things I wouldn't share with just anyone, Except and we've for your never husband. and we've never met in person, right? So, I mean, I guess it's the nature of communication these days. Well, I think – and that's so much better about communication. I think it was – It opens up your world a little bit mm, to more people. Yeah. And maybe gets you an in on some better chocolate. (laughs) That too. (laughs) If by chance, right, Uh I would assume a majority of our listeners are U.S. listeners. Uh If by chance you get an opportunity to get – some chocolate from outside of the U.S. Yeah. And not chocolate that just says that it's maybe Cadbury's. Particularly European. UK Cadbury chocolate. You should get your hands on This is the way to Kelly's heart. Yes. The difference is the first ingredient is milk. Mm. It is not sugar like in America. 
It's completely different. Creamy, not overly sweet. You're not trying to criticize the way Americans eat, are you? I am. No. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't know how to make chocolate. We're not like Nick, right? So no. you're a chocolate snob. I'm a chocolate snob. You are. Yes. You were born in England. Yes. Your mother is English. Yes. Um, so you've been, I guess, blessed with that. I have. And, and cursed by being surrounded by American chocolate. So true. Yeah. Thank goodness I grew up with the good stuff. Right. But, well, so, and now that we're in Texas, what happens is, is you can't just get that stuff shipped to you at any time. Right. Because what happens because is, most I don't of know the if year you've noticed, is melting. It's 174 degrees here. Yeah. <laughs> from June until, <laughs> until August. December sometimes. <laughs> right. It was 88 degrees or something yeah. like that one yeah. day last week. Crazy. So this is going to be more common. So for people to meet online, be friends online, I think it's um, it's just something – Annalia – I don't even know that she's more social, but anybody would be more social yeah. than a one-bedroom apartment with three people and, no, and four animals. No interactions with actual people. That apartment can't – I mean I guess there's probably ways that you can – I mean he bathes the guinea pigs I guess and there's – in a plastic swimming pool. And there's chihuahuas in there. But there's still – all animals – All the time. Smell. Yeah. There is an odor about this place that I think would smell a lot like llamas and alpacas. Yeah, particularly the guinea pigs. I would think that that would be like a rodent-type smell like well, hamsters, you know? I mean, it's still their bedding and where they go yeah, to the bathroom right. and how often you change that and yeah, what you, you use. Yeah, you do that frequently. But there are still – Animals using the bathroom in the apartment. Right. And it's not being flushed. <laughs> right. So it's there. It's you present. have to get it. And That'd be great it. if you could teach them to use the bathroom. I'd like a little guinea pig bathroom if there's I smart. bought a little uh, hamster huh? potty, but I need an attachment. We do to, have hamsters. To add it, yeah, to my cage. Is it, does it flush? No, but it, it. I like to see them on the crap. There's litter. I bought some like hamster litter, like this litter box phone. stuff like you put in kitty litter in right. a cat box and it attracts them so that they only go to the bathroom in the potty and then you just take off the potty and clean that mm. and then the bedding stays clean. I want that with a little wood stick while it's sitting on a crapper, <laughs> right? Smoking or something. Give it a little miniature magazine to yeah, thumb something. through. I need something. <laughs> this is my imagination. So that's it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be happy in this tiny apartment that's filled with cluttered with stuff and animals. I mean, I love animals, but you got to have space. There's more and more animal space yeah, than there is, is people space. We have three dogs. We're down to two turtles and a hamster, and there's fish, obviously. Yeah. So and that's what we have in the house. Yeah. So we get it occasionally. You'll walk into a room. And go, like I where need the hamster to change this is, litter. you go, like, yeah, but it's on the other side. It's it, it's all enclosed in one end of the house. Yeah, and you go, oh, today's the day. <laughs> because we have two killers in the house. Yeah. Two killer dogs. Yeah. So, I don't know. Look, this little thing about the mess, Clayton coming out and complaining about a kitchen mess, and mom going, it's not mine. It's hers. I was waiting for her to do it. It sounded like Clayton was saying it was mom's mess, right? I don't know. It was hard to tell, but 
you know, who could tell because mom's a hoarder. So I'm not sure she's used to cleaning up her well, own mess. It sounded like he was getting on her about the kitchen's getting cluttered. Uh-huh. But it wasn't clutter. Clutter may be mom. Dirty dishes are the team. Uh-huh. So it's more whose turn is it? It's so crowded in there. Yeah. I, where would she go? She'd have to go into the bathroom for peace. Yeah. I would be out all the time. Yeah, me too. I'd be walking the dogs, you know? Yeah. But they didn't look like they were that friendly or just cleaning all the time. It would just be uncomfortable. I remember when I was at your parents' house, it was awkward, right? Uh-huh. It was just different. Yeah. And so when you're in an odd situation, it's Yeah, just... I mean, it was like being at your mom's house. Right. You know? I just would go for a drive or go for a walk, walk into town, whatever, just for a change of scenery and to get away from the cigarette smoke, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It's just not your environment. You don't feel open to, like, get yourself a drink or, you know, whatever. You're more likely to, like, get in the car and go to the store to get a drink, yeah. you know, because it's not your house. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, like, make yourself at home. Yeah. Well, making yourself at home, we're going to – I can't wait to talk next week because it looks like he brings up the no sex thing. At in front of strangers, which seems to be a popular thing to do. Gosh, I couldn't believe that. Either. I don't know. Oh, we didn't even talk about Sam and Citra. Oh, yeah. I'd have probably, I only thought there was five couples this time. We almost made it to the end. Well, there's Sam and Citra. How about them? <laughs> he makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Something about him. I told you, he taught, I, I, it made sense to me. When he said he's on Suboxone, yeah. I said to you, he said he talks like someone who's on drugs. It's slow and kind of slurry and it makes me uncomfortable. And that's why he's on Suboxone. So he's still on drugs in a controlled way. Yeah. So let's look at that more in depth. And maybe this is the perfect storm of. Of what we talk about like in real life, right? Because we watch, let's be honest, we watch a lot of First 48, a lot of crime stuff. Intervention. Well, yeah, we watch all this. This is combined in one. If Sam got pulled over and he had drugs, not prescription drugs in a non-prescription container, and it goes to any type of investigation, what should Sam do? Get an attorney. Well, no. Well, yes, there's that. <laughs> but produce the prescription. Correct. Because then it's it's done. I would assume it's over at that point. I have a legal prescription for this. I just removed it from the bottle. Well, I think the problem was that it wasn't in a prescription bottle and he was on some kind of probation already. Well, that's still So that's fine. a violation. If you have medication, it has to be in the bottle. Well, I understand that. But don't you think if you went and explained it, I get his issues, right? I'll put it this way. I traveled to my mom's in Arkansas. This was – I was going to ask this question about and, how you would travel. You know, I have a lot of things. I take supplements, vitamins, Suboxone, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> no, and my only prescription is birth control. But I take – like allergy medication that used to be prescription is now over the counter. So there's a lot of little tiny pills in there and they're not identified because I put them all in my pill box. 
so I didn't have to take this all was these going bottles. To be, I was going to bring this up yeah, specifically. Because it made me think of that. And I had a, like, I was going to be there a week. And so I had like a week long um, pill dispenser, like a pill box. And I packed it with all my stuff for the week. And that way I didn't have to take bottles, taking up space in my suitcase. Because I only had one piece of checked luggage. And I checked that piece and I packed the medicine in my clothes in the checked piece of luggage so they wouldn't have to get messed with in my carry-on. Mm. And when I got to my mom's, I opened up my suitcase. It was in disarray. I had everything strapped down. You know how you have the elastic straps mm. in there? It keeps everything folded and neat. That was all done. Clothes unfolded. Stuff crammed in there and there was a piece of paper on top that was a note from TSA saying my bag was randomly inspected. And so they pulled everything out of my suitcase and my pill box, all the little seven compartments were open and all my pills were spilled out loose amongst my clothing. I'm like, what the heck? And I was panicked because I was away from home. Had no way to replace my birth control pills. Right. And I'm and like, you, this is going to be a mess. You could get pregnant. <laughs> no, but you know, it, <laughs> then you, if you miss a whole bunch of pills, like you got to wait like a long time right. and start over like I on a new a cycle. I was testing you. <laughs> You're funny. So, <laughs> I mean, those pills are tiny. And I was like painstakingly removing my clothes and Shaking them out on it's the what bed don't so know. I wouldn't lose What happens pills? if you get off of your normal cycle of pills or you forget to take them for a couple of days or what Well, happens? like if I'd missed a week and then, I mean, like when you get off them like that, it messes up your cycle. Like if you start taking them, like say, for instance, I think when we got married, I would have had my cycle on our honeymoon. So I actually changed how I was taking my birth control pill to control when my cycle started. Mm. So instead of stopping a box, I started the next one so that my cycle wouldn't start yet. So it, it, and not all for the guys listening, uh -huh. not all reasons to take birth control are for the birth prevention control. of pregnancy. Right. I initially got on it because we have a hereditary thing um, dysmenorrhea in my family where you have abnormally painful cramps and excessive bleeding. Mm. And so it can make you ill. I mean, it used to be like eight days for me and I'd be so, um, iron deficient at the end of it that I would be dizzy and lightheaded and feel like I was going to pass out. And, you know, I would, my immune system would be kind of low and I would get sick, catch stuff, you know, at the end of my cycle. And so it made me feel really bad. And the the cramps were so bad that, you know, sometimes like I, I couldn't function, right. you know, I would miss school and stuff. It was well, really bad. And you've seen this in our daughter. Yes. And she has the same problem. Yeah, and so, so did my sister and my mom, you know, we, right. it's passed on. And so, um, the solution is to these excessive cycles and these abnormally painful cramps that are debilitating is to get on birth control because it regulates your hormones, shortens your cycle, and minimizes the cramping. And so I actually explained this to our daughter as a teenager because it was debilitating for her. Mm -hmm. And 
it was making her ill and she was having to take, you know, over the counter stuff and it wasn't really helping. And I saw how miserable she was. And I remember how I felt if I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I considered killing myself, sure. but I envisioned myself in a dumpster right. because I was in so much agonizing pain that I couldn't function. And mm. I would be in bed for days, just in constant pain with a heating pad. Right. And I mean, it was miserable. And my sister, she couldn't eat. It would make her vomit, you know, and our daughter would get nauseous. And so this is your panic about the pill situation. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, if I wasn't on the pill, I'd probably return to this kind of cycle. I mean, I'm in my 50s and, <laughs> my, hormones, and my hormones are low and I'm still taking birth control because I don't want to experience that. You know, it sucks. Yeah. And I don't know, but, you know, there could be one egg left. Uh, there could be. Yeah, just one. Ain't so you're chance saying it. there's a chance. No way. <laughs> Run me over. So, so but- you know, so I'm like shaking out my clothes and trying to recoup all these pills. And the reason why they went through the pill boxes because nothing was labeled yeah. and they they look on the pills for like pill numbers mm. like the stamps that right. are required by the fda to identify pills and they look all that stuff up to make sure you're not smuggling drugs right. so i mean that happens yep so it, him being on probation and having pills that are controlled medication outside of a bottle is a problem my thought though if he could produce a prescription to a judge at the time, it's because it's what you would do if you had a lawyer or even not. You would go and go, I had a reason to have this. I was carrying it improperly, but I did have a prescription. I think – I can't imagine that he would get – I think the, there'd still be a consequence, but it'd probably I'm not be lighter. there wouldn't be, but – Because I'm would, pretty sure that would be spelled that would out be the in, first in thing the you would probation. Do. First thing you would do is prove that you were legal to be carrying this. Yeah. It leads me to believe maybe he wasn't. Right. Which is possible. And, because why, I think they assume if it's outside of a container, you could be but he bartering been, this or – He could have know, done the same thing you peddling did. Peddling it. And had a pillbox. Yes. It would strike me as odd for somebody – he doesn't seem like that guy, mm-hmm. you know, but it's possible, you know. He was cleaning up the place. Impressive. Yeah. Right? He did better than Gino. New pillows, <laughs> a broom – that's still fine, right? Yeah, he's hoping to get lucky. Yeah. That's he's hoping that when dad comes that he doesn't – he just got to not be a pervert is what oh, he said. gosh. I'm like, oh, this is not what we need. He's this talking about good. having needs too. Yeah, and that he was horny and I'm like, you know, how's this working for you? <laughs> you're 30. This is where you're at. You know, I saw him. They got to the airport. I saw him try to lift her. I can guarantee he's not taking HGH. That didn't happen, right? So he couldn't do that. But he's got to convert. You think this guy who – look, he can't get in this program. This program that he's supposed to begin is because he missed the deadline to register for it. Yes. This tells me he a lot. He could have kept himself out of jail, and he was too lazy to to sign up for the Forgot program. Forgot or whatever. You know, Maybe what he needs is Devin's mom. Right. You know, don't you think – you would, you'd, you'd hope at least his parents would have been at a point where you go, you know what? We got to get you in this program. Uh-huh. You think he's hunted for a mosque? No. I, I think not. we can tell he's done absolutely no reading on the religion. 
Well, if he couldn't even sign up for the program, he's surely not out looking for a mosque. Well, he should go to the mosque and celebrate Yom Kippur there. <laughs> Couldn't believe he said that. Like, oh, no. Next he's going to say, I think uh, they celebrate uh, Leprechaun Day or something. Right. What's you know, he going to do? I'm like, up oh. some random something. I'm like, oh, my word. Do they celebrate Christmas? Oh, yeah. It's Hanukkah. That's it. <laughs> Where are – what is this? We should have known it was bad because, look, this is Kansas. You know what Kansas – Kansas City is known for its barbecue. So they're having a, a cookout outside and that there's not barbecue. It's just hamburgers and hot dogs. This should tell you something about them in general. Uh-huh. This is, the, this is where barbecue is supposed to happen. <laughs> they're just having hot dogs right. from Walmart. Oh, Yom Kippur is what they said. Oh, I smacked my forehead you know, when they said that. Because we laughed, all right? When they said, do Muslims celebrate Christmas, we laughed. Uh-huh. This was funny. This was, <laughs> yeah. of course not, right? Right. No. We're, it's it's not we're anywhere close to that. And then when he said a Jewish holiday, right. I think it's that. We were just like, oh, my gosh. This, this is God, great. an idiot. It would be like if – this is like Joey from Friends, right? <laughs> you just – this is this is like a bigger punchline. You. The, the Christmas thing would be one thing, but you go for more. They went for Yom Kippur. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. And then mom says, well, he grew up in a kind of Christian home. <laughs> this means no, he did not. He did not. No, he did not. So, Because uh, if he did, he would at least be aware that Yom Kippur <laughs> was Jewish. <laughs> Like, uh, it doesn't do a lot for us as a nation or educational system <laughs> yeah. or anything. So it's very or poor. presence of any religious understanding at all. Yes, it's not boding well for his transition. He better <laughs> mind his P's and Q's is what he ought to do. Yeah, I'm thinking this conversion is not happening. Yeah, probably not. And he's done nothing. So well, we'll see how that goes. So do you think... We said it last week. Does he convert and everything's good or do they get married without him converting? Oh, that won't happen because her dad is coming. He said it's my obligation, my duty to witness this marriage and to make sure that everything is proper. He probably so he said I will be there no matter what. Gets her pregnant in those first three days. Wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah. Then dad will threaten his life. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to grab that and move it to the other. Welcome to the Midwest. We, because we get some bowling this week. <laughs> Seems to be a regular thing. That was fun. I have to say, watch, I was waiting patiently to see Gino roll a bowling ball. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Like, is he really a bowler from Michigan, right? Is this it? And it is not. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Or he's just bad at it. Well, that's also possible. <laughs> but I think if you've done it enough. I think he's not a coordinated person. He said it had been a while since he'd done it. He hoped he remembered how, but he didn't throw the ball in the gutter, right? Uh -huh. right? So this means it's in him somewhere. Like he could warm up to this after a while. Uh -huh. But this is not an excuse for fast food. I can tell you the bowling alleys in Michigan, right? In Monroe anyway. Um, they have good food there. I mean, 
you know, restaurant attached. You eat at Muggsy's is where Muggsy's is attached to Sports Center. And so the food's really actually decent. I mean, it's not four star or anything like that, but it's not that bad. It looks like it came out in cardboard crates is what he'd gotten it in. Uh-huh. He ordered a lot of stuff. He did order a lot of and stuff. And I wasn't expecting her to eat any I, of it. She's I, a vegetarian, right? She's not going to be eating junk food yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, you can look at her and tell. I mean, she's not consuming a lot of extra calories no. in what she does. But I can tell you, bowling is like, I think, like darts would be like in Virginia. Bowling's an excuse to have a pitcher of beer. <laughs> That's how that works. It's not about an excuse to eat fast food. Because you would just go to a fast food place. I mean, if you would eat at Wendy's or a bowling alley, what would you choose? You'd be sneaking food in a bowling alley, right? Yes. Right. I think, you know, this whole thing started out with the bachelor party fight. And he came in there, and I think he could have done a better job of saying, and maybe defended his family a little bit. Dana, my family, said that yeah. I didn't – that it wasn't about the bachelor party. It was about my lack of honesty with you. Right, because that could have helped her understand yes. that that guy's not against her. Because he go, well, I agree with him. And then the next time you're together, Jasmine could go over and badmouth Gino about something with the family, and they could at least agree on something. Uh-huh. But – I mean, Gino's got the same problem here that Sophie has with Rob. I would be afraid. To tell you anything. Yes. I think I would be afraid, like, to enter the room. Like, I'd get out of bed. Uh-huh. I would, like, roll off the side and tiptoe around and get out. Because I'd just be afraid of stirring, of waking the beast. Uh-huh. Hmm. She said, well, you know, he got into his tri- Tradition. I don't know that that is really a tradition. Yeah, we didn't do any bachelor parties. It's not about us. No. Maybe we're just not that connected to the norm. Oh, I think I think it's about being conservative. Yeah, but you I, know, like I, I, I would, wonder, I would never go to a strip club. I wonder what you know? I wonder what the norm is. Right? What do no. most people do? I guess we just don't know. I mean, I guess it's more of a tradition, a cultural tradition maybe, but I mean, she had a party. I don't subscribe to it. And they had I think some penis things there, but it was pretty laid back, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it take. wasn't it wasn't what we saw Gino doing. Right. With the lap dance. What was that 2 weeks ago? The butt bongos he yeah. was doing. I mean, this I would assume when Jasmine sees this video, it would be a problem. She's unhappy. And he should – well, I would say he could tell her now and she would be mad, but she would be mad again when uh-huh. she saw it. So maybe he'd better just save it. <laughs> she said all of this, you know, the new place, the people. He said this is all – she said this is all just intimidating is what she said. Mm-hmm. Probably and, overwhelming. And that it's freaking cold. Yeah, that's you know? what I said. <laughs> She said something. There was they shared a sweet exchange between the two of them. Yeah, they did. And you even had me rewind it because I think I don't know that we heard it properly. Mm-hmm. I said, "Did she just say what I think she said?" She said, "I and love you did. a lot, 
more than you think. Yeah, that was nice. It's about as sweet as we get between them, right? Uh Uh-huh. So I was impressed, right? Yeah. I mean, she even picked up a spare. She can bowl. Mm-hmm. They talk about a place to go, and you know, typical of her to just talk about Hawaii. When he thinks about the U.S., where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And of course, she says Hawaii. But you'd have to almost fly past Panama to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but maybe if you went through Texas, you went through Dallas. When I went to Hawaii with the reserves, um, so I got you know, for me, I got to see you know Europe with the army. And I did get to go to Hawaii with the Navy Reserves. That was nice. Because mm-hmm. I assume that's the only time I'll be in Hawaii. I'm sure. Because it's expensive. And, well, that's what... and beaches aren't really our cup of tea because we lived it's at the different. beach and never went. I just have to tell you it's different. Well, I know, but I'm saying just as a choice of vacation spot. Like we wouldn't go to a beach of any kind. Right. You know, we, we're more cabin in the mountains kind of people. Right. Beach off season. <laughs> Which is cold, so no. I, I mean, and other... I can't swim, and I, I burn with my fair skin, so there's just no attraction for me at all. You're as pale as I would assume Gino is. Yes. Parts of your skin just don't see the sun. Yeah. You would just, bl- I think you would go out in the sun and blister. Yeah, I just freckle and then burn. <laughs> like, there's no brown, there's no tanning, it's snow white to lobster red. I have, my skin is permanently altered. Color wise, mm-hmm. you can see it from all the running that I've done. If you look at my ankle, uh-huh. my feet are my actual color, and the rest of my body is other than you know, there's certain areas that probably have not seen the sun. <laughs> so, those areas are the same color as my feet. Uh-huh. I don't go around barefoot or purpose. naked, or naked, right. It would be bad. I do run. You know, there are barefoot runners. I don't run barefoot. I'm a naked runner. <laughs> I run in socks and shoes. Right. <laughs> That's it. You just got to tape some stuff up. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. But they choose to go Miami. You said right away. This is a mistake. Yes. She's never going to want to leave. Right. There's the whole Latin culture there and Spanish speakers and it's warm and tropical and she will feel right at home and she'll never want to leave. I thought I heard some talk of them going there in a scoop story mm. um, that we – or maybe it's something that she'd suggested. That was probably – maybe it was a previous season that she had talked about it. Mm. But it would be more of a natural place for right. her. To feel at home. And if Gino's going to retire, if he's going to be an old retired guy, Uh this should be the place that he goes. Maybe not Miami, right? I'm not very good on, um, you know, maybe like Sarasota or I don't know where people retire. We're not headed there. No. As bad as it is here in Texas for heat. It's like that there, but, but more humid, humid and buggy and more bugs. Gross. I do not like bugs. Here it's just dry and hot. But look at him, old retired couple. Even he packs like an old retired guy. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, you know what? We can go down there and if we forget something, we can just buy it down there. And he's like, uh, there'll be none of that <laughs> at all. <laughs> she says, buy Michigan, buy crappy weather. Michigan is what she calls Michigan. it. Michigan. 
And she said, Miami is the place that I belong. She gets off the plane <laughs> and pretty much strips down to nothing. Yeah. And then their driver speaks Spanish and yeah. you could just see the excitement. Yeah. She's never going to want to leave. No. It's going to be a problem. Be the next thing they're arguing about. Yeah. And we've talked about them and their current situation in Inside Scoop. It's a part of what we do at Inside Scoop. We um, we do a lot of spoilers. So it's we don't even spoiler alert it. It's a whole show devoted to spoilers. Rumor, gossip, innuendo. That kind of stuff. So the rest of this episode, we are going to talk about Devin and Nick. We're going to talk about Nikki and Igor. Um, this week coming up, A Thousand Pound Sisters, I think, takes over the Plathville time slot. So we may um, we may cover that. We'll yeah, see I'm how that goes. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. I think it'll be a little different season for them yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. We cover, like we said, we cover Chantel, Sister Wives, The Other Way, um, We've been watching Love After Lockup, and it's this is now – like I was trying to explain it to somebody else. You mm-hmm. have like B90, mm-hmm, right. 90 Day, and then HEA. Mm-hmm. Well, for us, I think B90 in the 90-day world, B90 is the best of the three. HEA is the worst of the three. This is 90 days somewhere, you know, literally in the middle. But for – Love after lockup, life after lockup, whatever you want, whatever version. It's this version here. Mm-hmm. It's the middle version that is the best. Yes. So, and it's already been good. So we we there's a chance that we'll pick that up as we scramble around, and um, we're going to still watch the housewife shows, but not talk about them. And uh, but we are going to talk about Devin and Nick. Nikki and Igor coming up next. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows. Real life and more on our podcast. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos and all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 